Welcome to another episode of House of Noise. Is that where we're at? This is episode 12. Holy crap, 12. Wow. Pretty yeah, impressive. I, uh, I got all the prep work done for 29 episodes. Holy shit. So it's just uh, we have to get on here and record our little bits for each episode. We do. Total... Waste of time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm hey, just kidding. I could kidding. just do it myself and no, put them no, up. No, 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 I thought you no. might want to be a part of this. Like a part in my underwear? <laughs> part of it? I have no idea like what that's for. a part in your cheeks, huh? Like a part in my ass. <laughs> like a part in a show. So this episode <laughs> is uh, Brett Stuhler and Mr. Lucky 13. Yeah, two of our best tattoo buddies. Yeah. We have actually gotten tattooed by one of the two of them. Yep. We're waiting to get tattooed by the second one. Eventually, someday. Eventually. We are going to make a trip out there to see him one of these days. And we do talk about that. Mr. Stuhler. So uh, this episode, I remember a lot of laughs, Mm -hmm. a lot of stories. a lot of stories. It was a lot of fun. It was, I mean, that's all I can really say to explain the episode. Brett and Lucky were funny together. There was some neat chemistry, and that was our first three-way. So let's let's uh, let's mention that. Oh, was it? It wasn't. No, because we had uh, Lori and Anthony on. Oh, okay, all right, okay. So it was our second three-way. Okay, I misspoke. It was our first three-way calling because Lori yeah, and Anthony were on uh, the same phone. <laughs> Right. That was my point. It's okay, though. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. So should we just let them listen to the magnificently funny um, three-way interview? I think we should. Then let's just do it. Okay. Let's do it, damn it. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello, friend. Hello, friend. <laughs> hello. Housekeeping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Housekeeping in a towel. <laughs> oh my God, that's awesome, dude. You want me to jerk you off? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! How the hell are you, brother? Doing great. How about oh, you? Guys? Happy as yeah. a pig and flying shit right now. <laughs> Nice. I know, um, right? So tell me. Tell me. You saw the boys last yeah. night? Yes. Seven yes. us? It was, it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah? You guys You guys are absolutely in for one hell of a treat. Woo! Well, we, awesome. get to, we get to do the sound check, too, so. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's the first time we ever got to see a sound check uh, from Seven Dust. So that really? Was, uh, but yeah, we we saw that they they did um they did face to face before everybody came in, and then every, they let all the VIPs they let all the VIPs in, and we got to see uh they did a couple. I don't want to spoil it. They did a couple songs, uh, cool. two or three. Right, I think right. it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, this would be a first for Jim. First time seeing yeah, them live. I'm a Seven and, Dust version. Yeah. And so his his cheer is getting popped. Oh, it's going to be life changing. I'm going to hear is your other friend here. Lucky. Lucky. Okay. 
Lucky. Hello. Lucky. Hey, this is Lucky, yeah. What's up? There he is. There he is. Yes, oh, it's, it's, it's officially a four-way. Four-way. <laughs> it's a four-way. I feel so dirty right simple. now. Oh, it's actually my fifth four-way, so I'll leave oh, you guys. Oh, you are a four-way whore, Lucky. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's like, shit, I four-way all the so time. Fucking... <laughs> I, you know, it's funny. I don't know. It's, just my... it's the conversation. I just spilled all my whiskey. <laughs> oh, you are not having good times oh, with spilling things, shit. man. Yeah. You spilled your coffee the other day? Breath. Brett spilling his whiskey is like the seventh seal of the apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we wanted you guys to call in because I want to know about the Walker Stalker convention convention and stuff. I want to know all the dirty deets, dirty details. But we're only allowed to tell you certain details oh, because we're bound by silence from the other members. Okay. You have to put your hand on the Bible and everything. <laughs> That's right. What happens at Walker Stalker stays at Walker Stalker. <laughs> what would you guys like to know? Well, um, let's, let's, let's go ahead, Brett. Show. And then, if it's going on the TV show, we can't share it. But if it's not going on the TV show, then we can spill our guts and be just morons. Exactly. Right. Okay, good. Exactly. So, spill it. Bleed it. Let it. Let the stuff that can flow, flow freely. Well, I guess uh, start with uh, some of the things that you guys have experienced in the past, you know, and what you're kind of expecting to happen this year. Yeah. Yeah. You want to tell some stuff? Okay. Okay. I'll tell this is the this is the weekend of the Three Musketeers. Okay. It's me and Brett and our and our man Lee over in Wales. And um, one night we were in Philly and uh, I had taken Lee back to the hotel and dropped him off. And I'm stripped down to my skivvies. I'm wearing my socks and I'm on the phone FaceTiming my wife. And Brett's like, hey, you got to get your ass over to the hotel. I'm hanging out here with Tommy Flanagan. Oh, shit. And I'm like, what are you kidding me? I'm like, dude, I'm sitting here in my underwear right now. And so I got dressed. And I went back over to the hotel. And yeah, Brett had just finished talking to Tommy Flanagan. He was really hyped up about that. And and, uh, we're sitting at the bar with him and his buddy Scott. Now, I'm sure you guys know who Scott is. Mm. Because if you don't know who Scott is, you're one of the four people on earth that don't seem to know who Scott is. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Don't know Scott. Scott, a friend of Brett. And, uh,. He's just about the most fearless human being I've ever met. Okay. And I look over at the bar, and Sean Patrick Flannery is sitting there eating a steak. And I'm just like, dude, Sean Patrick Flannery is eating a steak. And I'm just over here not hanging out with Sean Patrick Flannery, and it's making me sad. (laughs) So, So Scott's like, dude. I'm going to go over there and talk to him. Scott gets up, walks over, sitting there. Well, I think I even saw Scott take a piece of steak off his plate within my class. Oh. And then the next thing you know, Scott, I mean, he's best friends with Sean Patrick Flannery. He called us all over. Yeah. And uh, before you know it, Brett and I are at this uh, birthday party for Norman Reedus' campaign manager. Holy and, shit. Nor- and David Della Roca is there, and Norman Reedus is there, and Sean Patrick Flannery is there. And everybody just wants to know who Scott is. 
<laughs> I think I think people uh, want to know who the fuck we were too. Uh, we're, me and Lucky are standing there singing "Happy Birthday" to somebody we don't even know. Like, uh, right? It's almost like crashing a wedding. <laughs> who is going to be too asshole? You're the birthday crashers. But <laughs> 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 so by the end of the night, all these you know, you know, all these celebrities, they're lining up getting Scott's phone number. Wow. Yeah. He has that. He has that way about him. Wherever he goes, he's fucking like the center of the room, and you just fucking gravitate to him, dude. So he's wow. my idol. He's my new idol. Right. Your new idol. Yeah. Well, that, I, I I would much like to meet the Scott. I know, right? The infamous Scott. Well, if we ever he was at the uh, Seven Dust show with me last night. Uh, yeah. Morgan Morgan was not like I got to the Seven Dust show that yesterday at like noon. And I tattooed Morgan for about two hours, and then we did we watched Soundcheck, and then we went back and tattooed him again. And he he was super cool to fucking rope off a section of the club to, for for just me, Trish wow. Scott, um, and uh, his wife Andrea, and also my buddy Mike, who does a podcast, um, and uh, his buddy. So, dude, if we didn't have that little section roped off, it would have been a fucking terrible night because this club was so small. There's, yeah, there's no I saw room. pictures. Uh, it, was, it was so tight And uh, like you know I felt bad Because like I know The people behind us Were standing there For a long time But I'm like dude We didn't ask to get put here We just got bad ass seats <laughs> <laughs> Right <laughs> It pays to know somebody Yeah Never oh. apologize For bad seats at a concert True Hell no Mm-mm. No Put hours in for that shit <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, fucking uh, LJ. I'll tell you a funny story. So me, me and Trish met. Um, we met LJ and Morgan at, uh, for lunch at mm. uh, this place, this pizza. I think it was called House of Pizza over by the the venue. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lejean was uh, saying, "Man, we were uh, hanging out with Steel Panther last night." I'm like, "How was that?" Oh. <laughs> Those guys are fucking funny, man. He said the uh, the fucking singer was on stage, and he get, I guess they were playing a show with Stone Temple Pilots. Really? Steel Panther goes on stage and goes, "Yo, we got. I want to give it up for all these fucking metal bands we got out here tonight. Give it up for the fucking Stone Temple Pilots cover band." <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy goes, uh, "Dude, that's the real singer. That's the real band." He goes, "Oh, well, all right, sorry guys. Well, I was like, oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> Because whoever thinks that band is truly fucking cursed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. I mean, we're going to see them at Rock uh, on the Range, but. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, you can't really, you, know, you can't really brand Hagar, though. No. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Yeah. But, uh, so, uh, LJ, uh, said that. Last night, him and Morgan were watching Steel Panther from the side of the stage, and the guys looked over at him and says, "Give it up for Seven Dust." And Morgan's like, "So we knew, we knew we were fucking gonna get it." And uh, uh, Michael Starr looked at LJ and goes, "Yeah, I just, I just took a fucking shower with LJ. His cock is huge. It's got to be five and a half inches." <laughs> Dude, I can imagine those guys are a riot, though. Oh my god. <laughs> They're, they're so funny, man. They're so good live, and they're such good dudes. And they were like, you know, they get off the stage, and they're instantly out of character. Like, they're like, hey, guys, how you doing, everybody? You know, <laughs> yeah. just fucking diss my singer. <laughs> I'm not going to have a beer with you now. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. So what is it you guys actually, I mean, obviously you tattoo at Walker Soccer yeah. Convention, but, you know, what else do you do while you're there? Yeah. Mayhem. <laughs> Mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
There's a lot of we make a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, but there's an art uh, to that. You know, it, I've talked to you guys about it before. You know, basically we go and we have a booth set up with about 15 artists, and uh, I think in Nashville there's about 15 of us doing yeah, the show, okay. and um, you know we're there to tattoo, but you know, like a lot of people will go and you know they'll go meet their celeb, their favorite celebrity, yeah. and they'll get an autograph, and then they'll come right over to our booth and get it tattooed on them. Oh. Okay. Um, so and then you know obviously after the after the show you know we try to all band together and go out to dinner and you know party and stuff. Uh, to me that's the, the most fun part of these things and I'm looking forward to fucking turning Nashville upside down. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got a pretty tight crew going to Nashville. Uh you know, Brett's going, uh I'll be there, our man Ray's going, Mike Lane's going. Uh just some of us that just when we're all together, you know, we join the forum one super robot. <laughs> and then we go out and we call <laughs> We cause a lot. We cause a lot of trouble. You know, we do. But you know, we do it in the most taste. We do it in the most tasteful way possible because we represent a brand when we're out there. You know, we're the geek drink legend. So you know, right. we can be rowdy, but we can't be raunchy. Right. You know, we, right. Can, we can cause trouble. You know, but you know, your sister's safe. You know, we can't do anything wrong. <laughs> oh God. Oh. So how is uh, but now this, this this thing in Nashville? It's, it's yeah. not just a Walker Stalker. The Nashville now it's a Heroes and Villains and Walker Stalker joint. No way. So uh, we do we do both the Walker Stalker cons and the Heroes and Villains fan fest, and this is one of those that's uh, a both. Oh. So you've got the cast of The Walking Dead. Um, you know we got some of the Sons of Anarchy crew. Uh, this show we've also got some of the members from Battlestar Galactica. Oh. Uh, we've got Arrow. We've got uh, oh. we've got. <laughs> Uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. So we got oh, a wow. bunch of actors from multiple different shows. Wow. Yeah, I'm even learning something here because I didn't know the Battlestar Galactic uh, crew was getting <laughs> like, Oh my God. When I saw that Starbuck was going to be there, I was like, yeah, that's happening this week. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to get a picture with Starbuck because, you know, it's, it's she was the reason that I started watching. No, no, it's not the original Starbuck. No, it's the, it's the sci fi version, you know, with Edward James Olmos. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Which, who's also going to be there. No. Oh, shit. Also going to be there, which I'm super excited about. I guess what? I should. I guess I should actually look at the. So how I just many go there and show up and set my tattoo shit up and then I just go walk around and like, oh look how about that it starts yeah Brett shows up about fifteen minutes before we start and he's like let's do this thing <laughs> head down just starts tattooing he's like yeah, fuck everybody else <laughs> oh my god oh shit but, uh, do you guys but, uh, uh, these, these things are a lot of fun though yeah they sound like the it first show together. Yeah, it's, I mean, we. Everybody on that tour has no ego. Everybody's uh, everybody's like we're all like a band of brothers, man. It's yeah. a lot of fun to go to these hey, things and yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of egos out there in the tattoo world, isn't there? It is. I mean, you, when you talk, you, you're talking about artists, you yeah. know. Yeah. So there's right. no such yeah. thing as an artist that doesn't have some kind of level right. of self-importance yeah. going on. Yeah, exactly. That's true. But, <laughs> but when it comes, but when it comes to this show, it's uh, you know, when you're a nerd, you know, that used to be things when we were growing up that you had to hide from people in order right. to be socially accepted, mm-hmm. or something that kind of hid you. Now we all get to fly our nerd flags together, you know. Yeah. So you get a few people standing together that look like they're going to rob a liquor store. And we're talking about who shot first, Han or Greedo. Right. You know, it's just it's something completely different than what you're used to seeing. The package doesn't 
doesn't match the content. Right. No, true. I totally get it. Yeah, being a nerd's in right now. I mean, and I'm loving it too because, I, you know, I had to be a closet nerd for a little while. <laughs> I really, really wish this shit was in when I was in fucking high school. Though. Oh, I know, I know. right? Right. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, did you watch the latest episode of Dragon Ball Z? No. <laughs> no, I got to keep that shit to myself. Oh, I can just see that. Right? Are you kidding? Uh, are you kidding? I've got a. I'm chubby. I've got a beard, and I like Star Wars, and I'm 45. I missed my mark by like 15 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could just. I was a hot commodity in the nineties. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Me in eighth grade. Hi, I'm a nerd, and I'm, I'm uh, I, I, I love I love Star Wars. Oh, please excuse me while I take my clothes off. Oh, God. Honestly, I mean, I would come to this just because, hell, I'd freaking love tattoos. And two, just to hang out with you guys. I don't even, I mean, you know, yeah, I'm a hero and villain person. I mean, I'm not as much We have people to do that. Fan. Yeah. That, I, yeah. We have people to do that come just to hang out with us, just because just they enjoy the camaraderie of hanging out with us. Yeah. And they've become real tour regulars. You know, they they come and they help out on the tour and, and they do everything that we are not doing. You know, the next thing you know, friends that we bring just to come enjoy the thing. They're doing everybody's paperwork. They're getting everybody customers. They're folding paper towels for everybody. Wow. It's pretty amazing. Like your own little set of groupies. What did you say, Brett? I said it's awesome to have the extra hands there. Yeah. Um, you know, even have even Trish, she comes to these things, and <laughs> it's good to have people at least help the crowd because the crowd management's like one of the toughest things. It's like trying to see if anybody has availability, when they have availability. You know, it's, there's so many people at these shows. It's insane. Yeah. Right. yeah I was going to yeah. ask, exactly. how hard is it for somebody to actually get a tattoo at one of these conventions? Oh, yeah. I mean, because there is only How so hard much. Yeah, because there's only so much time that you're there, and it takes so long to do certain tattoos. So, and the majority of people they don't know when they show up that there's actually tattooing at these events. They're like starting to catch on. Exactly. But you know, yeah. they find you know they find out. Ninety percent of the people that show up learn about the tattoos being there once they're there. Right. Uh, but it works out. I mean, because you know, I work tattoo convention circuit almost every week, and I'll work at a convention where there's three, four hundred tattoo artists versus you know two, three thousand customers. But you work this, and there's ten to fifteen tattoo artists versus some times fifteen thousand wow. people in a weekend. Right. So it's kind of, even even only ten percent knowing that we're there. There's more than enough business to go around. Right. So you guys are doing yeah. a lot of flash for this, or is it? Do you do more intricate type pieces sometimes? Lucky's Lucky's done. I've seen him do some pretty intricate stuff. Um, he's he's like the fucking high tech redneck of the goddamn group. He's got like all this fancy. Shit. I can, you know it's gonna stick now. The high tech redneck. I'm yep, high tech. You're forever now the high tech redneck. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I love he's got all this like, like. I'm just gonna airdrop this photo to my little uh, thermal fax that cost me eight million dollars. Like, God damn it, dude! I gotta hand draw all this shit. <laughs> Oh, and Brett, just an FYI, I dropped that little handheld device in London on the ground. So it works, but now it kind of it kind of works half-assed now. So I'm still working on it, but yeah, I dropped it on the ground. Ouch. Oh, that sucks. I'm sure it didn't cost a million yeah, dollars, but I'm sure it wasn't cheap either. Yeah. No, it was. I could hear the money as it fell on the ground. Oh, I could hear God. It just <laughs> that is the worst feeling like, in the world. That's terrible. Yes. The uh, no, but I have um I have several pages of flash I'm bringing uh 
to the show this year because you know it's it, for me it's a little tough. I don't have like some of the, like I don't I don't use like an iPad Pro or anything like that. Everything I do is pretty much hand drawn. Right. So I tried to have as many things as I could have ready. Uh, before the show and I have several like usually um, if you put your stuff out on social media like me and Lucky both have people all over the country that kind of follow us Mm -hmm. so whatever city we're in say hey when are you going to be here and they'll book you you know you might have two two or three tattoos booked for that weekend that might be it for you you know depending on the size of it right right and the show and the show's only run till the show's only run till like you know, six, six o'clock someday. So you get there at 9 a.m. If you're doing two tattoos mm-hmm. until it, that could be that that's all you might be able to do True. Two, right. in, uh, in those, that time. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was asking if you do a lot of flash, cause it's easier to pump out the flash tattoos. Cause you only take an hour or maybe two, but you know, you start yep. getting more intricate pieces. You're talking hours. So. Yep. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a good balance to maybe book yourself one big piece mm. that you can really show off at an event. You know, something that's very like event oriented, something Walking Dead, something comic book. You know, yeah. it's a really big show. And then the rest of the time, just try and cater to the public that had no idea they were going to get tattooed until they got there. Right. At the same time, I'm sure a lot of people don't walk in there expecting to spend you know five or six hundred dollars on a tattoo yeah. either. So, right. <laughs> right. They might have an extra fifty. You know, to it's funny because like like Lucky said, a lot of people uh, that come there they don't know. That, like people will come up to us and say, "Are these real tattoos that they're doing?" Like they like they think we, it's fake. They think right. it's set up. And it's That's like, the number one question. Yeah. Really? No, it's like there's just really real, fine tipped yeah, uh, sharpies in there. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. You know? That like, is so, crazy. And some people they, they come there and they they've never seen a real tattoo being done. It's not it's not a tattoo convention. So you get a, a wide mix of people. Like yeah. you do get heavily tattooed people at these things. But you get a lot of like older people who've never seen a tattoo being even being performed before. Huh. So they probably just stand there and watch you the whole time, huh? Like, holy shit, what's going on? Hey, we get some we get some lurkers every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> gawkers. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Stalker. Oh, yeah. Stalker gawkers like eh. Right. Oh, good. That's what we're there for. Let them Uh, them watch and let them, uh, you know, sometimes we'll buy a print or a sticker or whatever. And, you know, Lucky Lucky has some freaking amazing prints. So he he brings his prints and, you know, I bring my stickers and everybody has their merch that they kind of sell at these things. Brett bringing those stickers. Yeah. Brett bringing those stickers is like printing money too because he brings those stickers. And I mean, everybody's like like crack. Everybody's like trying to get as many of them as possible. Well, your new spawn one's going to be a hit too because that one's badass I just ran it this morning man I am so of all the ones I've done this is probably my favorite and I beat myself up over everything I do so I know I'm really excited about seeing this one no, I think I heard that. Uh, Todd, yeah, I, Todd, I think I heard that Todd cool. McFarlane's actually pushing to do another live movie of Spawn, but he's having a tough time yeah. because the last one sucked so bad. Yeah, he offered. Uh, he, he offered uh, Jamie Fox the lead role. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was up the other day that he offered Jamie Fox the lead role. Mm. Yeah, I'd like. Kinda, to... I'm very much like not stoked about that. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, yeah, he didn't really, he didn't really knock it out of the park in Spider Man, so I don't know what Spawn's going to be like. True. Yeah. No, it's just, you know, dude, everybody who's a, a fan of Spawn, and I'm, I'm such a huge fan of that comic. You just, you, all, I always looked at it like it was such a dark story. Yeah. yeah. So you oh, want yeah. somebody who has like gritty. I want a gritty dude. You know, there's so many actors out there. You know, you can't make a movie right now. You, 
you can't make the movie right. The best job they ever did with Spawn was the television series they had on HBO. The animated series. Yeah, the animated series. Yeah, I mean, that was gritty. That was dirty. That was gnarly. And you just can't, you can't do Spawn justice on the big screen, I don't think. No, it would have to be. I don't think so either. It'd have to be so dark and raunchy to even come close that nobody's going to do it. And nobody's going to do it justice. No, he's he's right. That, that, That HBO show was perfect. It was... Yeah, that HBO show was perfect. But yeah, yeah, as far as a movie, it's just, you know, I mean, you would, it would have to be so bad that, like, theaters would ban it. That's, you know, it would have to reach that status to do Spawn any justice. Yeah. Well, honestly, though, he might have a little bit of a shot if this Venom movie goes off without a hitch. But that's, I don't know, I'm kind of, I'm really excited about it, but at the same time, I'm I'm ready for it to flop in a sense. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't. St- I wouldn't stand anywhere close to that movie when it comes out because it's going to be a bomb. Do you think it, so? It really is. I think it's going to be a huge dumpster fire. Yeah, I, have I love Tom Hardy. I, Tom, man, Tom Hardy can read the newspaper, and I would watch that shit. I love yeah. Tom Hardy. I think he's a fantastic actor. But I think that movie is just, it's, you know, it's just got Green Lantern written all over it. It's just not going to be good. <laughs> oh, man, Green Lantern. I don't know. I'm still excited for it. I'm the, I'm, I don't know if I'll go to the theater to see it, but I'll definitely watch it. Regardless if it sucks or not, I, I think, I'll, I'll know I'll end up watching it. I think day one, it's going to be a box office smash, and I think by day two, you're going to be able to sit pretty much anywhere in the theater that you want. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're I think by day two. The 90s kids yeah. right, uh, going out right. to see that movie, because it's, it's a big 90s kind of crowd that mm-hmm. loved Venom and Clinch. Yep. But it's just, I'm not a fan of like when, when uh, like superhero movie, uh, superhero movies, but they they do a, a movie based around the villain or the antihero. You can't have a Venom movie without a fucking Spider Man. That's just that's just well, they're just right. not doing it right. They're not doing it right. They're doing it where you know Venom crash lands out of a ship. Nothing, you know. That movie is going to be like yeah. Chinese food on a hot day. You know, it's going to be great when you open it. You're going to eat it, and then after about six hours, it's going to smell so bad you're going to move, so you don't have to be near it anymore. <laughs> He's like a oh proverb. <laughs> He's like Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> if, I had, if I had lucky as my Mr. Miyagi, I'd fucking kill myself. Uh, you know what? I don't know if Brett told you this. I don't know if Brett told you. Brett and I met on the tour. Yeah. Okay. So Brett and I never knew each other until we both joined the Geek String team. Uh, I did one convention, my first convention in Boston last year. And then Brett, his, the following convention was uh, Jersey, and that was Brett's first convention. So Brett was on his first one, and I was on my second one, and we got sat next to each other uh, at the show. And by the end of the day, it was like kids separating at summer camp. You know, we were like, dude, don't worry. I'll write you every day until I see you again, you know, and I'll be looking at the same moon that you're looking at, and we'll be one. We were just, you know, we were just best friends. It was just, you know, it was, it was stepbrothers. We just yeah. couldn't. It, it just it was perfect yeah that's awesome you know, that is awesome I'm right. kind of socially awkward I don't make friends very easy you know and when I met Brett uh, it just you know Click. we were brothers yeah and I'm brothers with everybody in the tour like the whole tour they're my family they're my family but you know but Brett and Lee you know they're the two members of my family that if you fuck with them I'm gonna hurt you and I'm gonna hurt five people that look like you 
Now the only thing I know it's okay, so the only thing I know about Lee is all the videos that Brett was posting on Facebook with the little head cut out oh of Lee. Oh my god, that was Lee, what are you doing hilarious. in the toilet? That was some fun. Uh, let me tell you, Lee, Lee is the Welsh version of Brett. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, if you guys know Brett, you know how yes. Brett is about football. Yep. Yes. Okay, so he's, then, he's okay, obsessed that, with football. That's how Lee is about rugby. Yeah. Wow. Oh, rugby. Yeah. Okay. If, if rugby, if rugby's on and his kid gets in a car accident, <laughs> you know, it better be during a time where nobody's playing. <laughs> you know, because I just don't know how it goes. No, I love Lee so much. You know, and, but he, he's like just he loves. He's passionate about his kids. He's passionate about rugby. He, he's a, a phenomenal tattoo artist. Uh, he's an excellent businessman, and he's. A, He's one of the best friends you could ever have. That's cool. He truly cares about his people, you know. And he's just damn good looking. Oh, yeah, he's, he's like the he's like the Welsh vampire man. He's like <laughs> he is, yeah, yeah, silver fang and shit. <laughs> he's he's Lord of the Veil. Vale. Yeah, he's Lord of the Veil, vale. Welsh version of me. Uh, over in Wales, Lee literally lives in the Vale. Really? So we refer to him as Lord of the Vale. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I went over to guest chair uh, for Lee a couple of months ago, back in March, when uh, the Geesters did the European tour. And I did the tour. We did Wales. And, and then we went to London. And we took a few days for the few of us. So we did Paris and Amsterdam. And then we did Germany. Wow. And uh, when I was over at Lee's place, it just it was awesome. We had such a great time. And Lee traveled just through five countries together. And the only thing missing was bread. And so we had a cardboard bread that we brought with us, and we took ah, everything. It all bread makes cardboard sense. cut out has been places that we are not allowed to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Brett doesn't want to know about it either. Are we, are we, are we talking about your butt? <laughs> well, everybody knows that you've been up my butt. A tight, uncomfortable place. <laughs> The most uncomfortable. This is the most uncomfortable four-way I've ever been involved oh, in. Oh my god! This is the best. It gets four-way. easier. Don't worry. It, gets easier. <laughs> it loosens up in a little bit. Don't worry. Right, move it. Move around a little right. bit. It gets easier. You're just gonna establish dominance. Establish dominance. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell Lucky a funny story. Okay. So yesterday I go I go to the, the venue to see Seven Dust. And like I said, I was tattooing. But while I was tattooing, um, oh, yeah. uh, I mean, when I, when I showed up, uh, so I, I walked in the, the basement with Morgan and Chris Bishop from the band Crowbot is also a tattooer. He tattoos, uh, I forget, it's, it's like about an hour and a half from, from my tattoo shop. Okay, because I didn't uh, know so he that was, and I love Crowbot. <laughs> yeah, Crowbot's killer, man. They're yeah. they're a good band, but he's a really good tattooer, man. He's he's working on a massive back piece cover up on Clint. And uh, I walked in, and I, you know he was he was already working. So I was like, okay, this is cool because I I was a little bit nervous, if I'm being honest, going into a fucking venue and start tattooing. It's like right. at least I'm not the only one there tattooing. I like having other artists around me, you know. Yeah. So you know he's working on Chris, and I'm working on Morgan, and me and Chris were. Uh, you know, we we had it off. We were just chatting about some stuff, and he goes, "Yeah, my buddy, uh, I just got a spot over in Wales at my buddy's shop." And I'm like, "What? What's your what's your name? Is your buddy's name Lee? What's your, is your buddy's name Lee?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here! Get out of here!" That. So so we're we're talking about it, and we're literally chatting about these stories about Lee. And then I find out it's a different fucking Lee. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, 
you just killed me, dude. Lee Hattard uh, out in uh, Wales. I'm like, how many fucking Lees are in Wales? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wales isn't that big. Oh, my God. It's not that big, and there's obviously every tattoo artist in Wales. Name is Lee. Right. Apparently, yeah. So, so, so Jenna here was talking but, uh, to... Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. So Jenna here was talking to... There's another show on Cave Radio called... Uh, I don't remember the name of the show. Um, uh, the Tattoo Lounge, yeah, like I a, think it is. Yeah, it's a tattoo yeah. uh, talk show, basically. And she got talking to one of the guys from the show, and he's like... She started talking about you, Brett. Yeah, I mentioned your name. And he's like... Oh, I know Brett out of Jersey, and he's. She's like, yeah. How do yeah. you know him? And you know, apparently, so apparently, you, you're pretty well known. You've there, made buddy. a name for yourself, and people are recognizing you. Well, right on. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, like, I, I, that's 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 always good to get known for something other than drinking a lot. <laughs> True. <laughs> I guess I should have specified he, he recognized you for or he knew you from tattooing, not from your drinking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, cool. <clears throat> that is cool. And and, and uh, you know, Lucky, it's kind of funny. I have to tell you, Brett and I have not physically ever met each other yet. It's coming. Oh, wow. It's coming it's, soon. It's coming soon. We're you know come hell or yeah, high water, god dang it. Well, I gotta get my Indiana Jones <laughs> tattoo, man. Yeah, Brett's a hugger, hey, you gotta, so you gotta, be get, you, you gotta get out here and do a live uh, podcast from the shop. It yeah. And it's doable. Thing. We'll tattoo you guys. And- it's uh, it's doable. It is doable. It is doable. Just so you know. Yeah, I'll make a trip for that. Yeah, absolutely. That would be, be um. That that. Yeah, Brett in Jersey, and and now I'm only two and a half hours away from Brett over in Delaware. Oh, oh so sweet. I can man, yeah, so I can manage to make the trip back and forth. I've, I've gone back and forth to Brett's place a couple of times now since he opened the shop. Yeah, we're and um, I'm working on opening my shop here in do and uh, Lewis. And then he'll come and work with me sometimes, and I'll go back and work with him, and, yeah. and then we'll both do the yep. tour together. So we'll just see each other so much, we'll hate each other. <laughs> We're a little bit further away, Never. so it's a little harder <laughs> for us to get out there. Yeah, we could do that, though, because I did, I did uh, verify that we can take the remote equipment to other states. I mean, we have to pay to do that, but we can do it. So yeah. that is actually a kick-ass that idea. And it's doable. Hey, you know, I don't know if you saw Jenna. We had uh, Stevie surprised the shit out of me at the shop the other day. No. Did you see? Yeah, I don't. I couldn't believe it. From Live Again, Stevie, uh, Stevie and Gina literally just popped up to the shop while me and Trish were just sitting there. I was tattooing, and she just walked in. And I had to do a double take, and I jumped up and I fucking screamed. I was like, "What the hell are you doing here?" It's really <laughs> cool, man. That is very cool. She was that- just down. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, oh, I, I was there for that. I think I was there for that. I think you were. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah, I, was there for I that. forgot. Yeah. He was getting yeah. spotting when, when they showed up. And then we went to the bar and had a couple of drinks and, you know, had a good time. That is very cool. I'm glad. I'm I glad know, that you she I drank a few times, right? I drank a Coca-Cola, just so we're clear. I drank a Coca-Cola. Drank a Coca-Cola? <laughs> Not a Pepsi? Yeah, guy. I'm like the straight edge. I'm like the straight edge nerd on the team. Like, I don't oh, drink. I don't gotcha. smoke. I don't, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't do heroin. It's, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, you know, there's no bad idea. No speedballs. But yeah. No, none of that. <laughs> Angry sex. I don't it's know. So Just pulling stuff out my ass here. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Do you guys ever think you'll do any 
anything like that at a convention here in Michigan? Like, I know we've got Comic-Con. Well, there's tons of tattoo conventions around here, too. So Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I actually, I think, I, if I look at my schedule, I think I'm actually scheduled to be in Michigan for a tattoo convention this year. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, lucky, lucky does them all. Lucky, how many shows did you do last year alone? Uh, 40, 43. Jeez. Wow. 43 fucking conventions. You want to talk about the hardest working man in the biz? This guy is the hardest working dude I know. Wow. He just does, he goes, not only is he a member of the tour and uh, does the geek, all the geek strength shows. Like I do a handful of them a year. I don't like to fly and I don't really, I don't travel that much. I enjoy kind of being a homebody. Mm-hmm. Lucky literally goes everywhere. He, he does all tattoo conventions. He does all the, the geek strength tours. Just a phenomenal person and a great, and he's just a hard worker, man. The guy is out there just busting his ass, you know, not only for, um, for the Geek Strength Tour and his himself, but he's also sponsored by Ultimate Tattoo Supply and World Famous Tattoo Inc. And, um, you know, having that brand out there and representing it, man, like he's out there like pushing those products like nobody I've ever seen. He's like revolutionized the way people uh, actually go to conventions and push products. He's He does it everywhere he goes. Wow. Uh, it's easy. It's easy when the, when the stuff that you use is the best stuff ever. And I mean, I know it sounds like such a shame plug but really it is and I mean because before years before these people ever decided to pick me up I've used their product I love their company it's a ta- it's a tattoo artist owned and run business and they just they deal with everybody on such a personal level if something's not right they make it right which I've only heard because in the years I've been with them I've never had anything not right but yeah neither have I Right. And, 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 you know, the convention life, I, you know, I love the tour. I spent the majority, I, I've owned four shops in the past 18 years and I spent the majority of my career at home with my customer base dealing with it. You know, but I'm 45 years old now and there's still lots of places in the world I want to see and, right. and tattooing has taken me to those places. Yeah. And that's how I met Brett and that's how I've met you know, all my best friends. You know, our tattoo artists, like every one of them. So is it? Like, I, I think I have like three people in my life that aren't tattoo artists that are that are friends, but the rest of them are all industry. So is it more about the travel and the You know, the meeting of people, or is it actually profitable to do the conventions? What made what? I said, is it? Are you doing all these conventions because uh, you like to travel and because you like the people, or is it actually pro? You know, there is there actually money to be made at the conventions? Like how profitable? Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah. There's money. There's definitely it's a money lot to be made of money. So it's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of money to okay. be made in conventions, and there's a lot of different ways to make money at the conventions. All right. Uh, I mean, you, you can. There's some tattoo artists you know that are happy to make one and two tattoos during the day, and then they'll spend the rest of the day catching up with the people that they know on the circuit and getting you know close to them and and then there's some guys that they're the first ones in the door and the last ones out right and are just working all day and that's that's me that's that's what i do i go and i work and i work and i go and it's just because tattooing saved my life it you know it, it, it made me a it made me a whole human being i started apprenticing when i was 14 and i started the tattoo professionally when i was 17 and i'm 45 now so it's i don't know anything as long as i've known this wow and i love it more every day that i do it so, so anything I can give back to the business, I do. Yeah. So are you like the old cliche then? You you never work a day in your life? Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's work. It's work. I, I you know, I have a family and, and they miss me a lot when I'm on the road and it's yeah. hard to be separated yeah. from them and and uh, you know, I, I have multiple worlds that I have to live in. But you know, a career that's given me a reason to live 
deserves to be fed. Mm-hmm. True. And so I just, I give everything I have to it. And I mean, like I said, like Brett says, you know, I, I was getting to a point where I was getting pretty burnt out when I joined the Geekster Inc. Legend Tour. And then I met, I met some of the most important people in my life and they've revitalized how I feel about the industry. And now I, 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 I'm in a world where people aren't filled with ego right? and we're not trying to, we're not trying to step on each other. You know, we're trying to help each other. If somebody quotes a guy $300 for a tattoo and the guy doesn't like the price and he goes walking around the table, everybody's going to be whatever that guy told you, that's what it costs. Right. So pick the guy you like the most and get it done or don't get it done at all. You know, we've got mm-hmm. each other's backs and, and we help each other learn and we help each other grow. And if one of us is weak, the others pick him up. I mean, it's yeah. really cliche, but it really does work. No, oh, that is important in, uh, in any type of industry, but especially being an artist, you know, you need, you need better artists and good artists around you to help keep you, you know, mm-hmm. working towards being better and perfecting your art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot there were guys like Brett in the industry when I met Brett, <clears throat> you know, that he just, <clears throat> he did. You guys, I mean, you guys know Brett. I mean, mm-hmm. Brett's like somebody took a six-year-old and shoved him in a 40-year-old man's body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, and in the best way possible, you know, he just, right. he's so full of, he's so full of just pure joy when mm-hmm. he meets people and he sees people that he hasn't seen in a while. Yeah. You know, like he, he talks about, you know, all the people he knows, like Morgan and, and Lejean, but he doesn't love them because they're famous. He loves them because he loves them right. because they're important people to him. And it's just, and they, and they can tell the difference. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they can tell the difference between people that are fanboying on them and people that really care who they are. Right. And when you meet Brett, you get that sense that he really cares who you are and what things are important to you. And it's rare, you know, especially at our age in this business, because by the time we're in our forties, we're usually pretty jaded in this business. But, yeah. You know, he's, he's just like having, you know, that shot of life that you need when the day's got you down. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, dude, Aww. you're see it. You got a tear coming. Uh, you son of a I bitch. know. <laughs> yeah, I definitely see it. <laughs> and he's really, really good in bed. Oh, yeah, that definitely helps. There we go. Hey-o. He's, he's totally lying. Yeah, you know, he's, he's full of shit now. And he, you know, and yeah. over 35 seconds, I'm trying to show off, and I'm not showing off no more. <laughs> you mean it can go 35 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said that's showing off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, it is definitely important to be around people that are going to help you grow as a person oh, yeah, and an artist. Sure. But you know, that's the guy I'm getting my tattoo done on Thursday from. I actually, when I was doing my research and trying to find a shop, you know, I wanted it to be the whole shop that had good artwork, not just one guy or two guys. I wanted to make sure the whole shop was good because. You know, they all help each other and they work towards, you know, putting out the best product, not just pumping out, you know, client after client. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> How's things going with yeah, Tatooine? It is important. By the way. Say it again? How's things going with Tatooine, the shop? Oh, we're doing really good. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm so thankful that we did this, you know, shop. I mean, I... I <laughs> 
it, it wasn't a, like I can't ever say that I was a tattoo artist who had the dream of opening a tattoo shop because I really didn't. I was happy doing yeah. what I did. I was kind of forced to do it out of necessity. But I'm so fucking thankful I did it because I have a shop now that I'm I'm really proud of. I have a team that I'm super proud of. I have a spot where all my friends like Lucky and uh, Joe and uh, I had a friend Dutch come in. You know, all of my friends can come in and like hang with me. Like I don't even think of them as working with me. Like, you know, we can, they can come and hang with me for a weekend or a week and just fucking be in the place with us. And it, it's like, it just feels like you're being at home, but you know, you're actually at work, which is kind of crazy for most people, but that's what we do. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, the, the, the first time lucky guest spot at my shop, you know, I, I said, uh, there's a hotel like kind of like up the road and my buddy's like, Dude, what, what, what hotel are you talking about? I'm like, red carpet in, right up the road. And he goes, you can't fucking send him there. There's like nothing but crack whores and like, <laughs> it's drug dealers and shit. I was like, yeah, but it's fucking 50 bucks a night. I can, you know, he's like, why didn't you tell me that? I would have stayed there if I'd have known it was full of crack whores and drug dealers. <laughs> Just because you don't do drugs doesn't mean you wanna, don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I, mean, I, you know, I, I could be an interested party. <laughs> Everybody's strung out, you know, laying so around. This first trip, this first trip because Lucky is he was he was in Maine, so his shop was in Maine. So he was like he was like uh, passing through, and it's just like you know I was thinking about guest spot. This first trip for Luck Man was a fucking disaster. Like he bent. Oh my god. I, it was like it was a disaster. Every everything that could went wrong went oh, wrong. <laughs> and the dude still shows up to Tatooine every day, fucking smile on his face. I'm like, dude, you are just a fucking ball of joy. I just want to wrap you up in a goddamn blanket and take you everywhere. <laughs> dude, on my, I mean, I drove seven hours to get there, and wow. five miles from Brett's place. I drive a Dodge Challenger, and five miles from Brett's place, I hit, I would say, a mild pothole. And I not only bent my passenger front tire, but I bent my passenger rear tire. Oh, Oh, Jesus. And it bent two rims on my car five miles from Brett's place. Uh, And so I just had, I spent hundreds of dollars fixing my car. Uh, and it was and that my whole any free time I had was involved trying to get my car back on the road because I had to drive to Pittsburgh for a tattoo convention right after and then right. from Pittsburgh to my house was a 12 hour drive so right wow <laughs> needless yeah, to say nah, he, was tattoo- he was tattooing in my shop all week and made no money <laughs> <laughs> right because he yeah, yeah. put all of his money everything back into went his back into the car yeah but you know I made enough right. to cover the car nice and I got to, I got to be a part of Brett shop. I got to be a part of Brett's shop from the beginning, and that was important. Brett's, Brett's shop is a special place. Like I said, I've owned them for almost 20 years, and, yeah. and there's an energy in Brett's place, brand new, that just you can tell that, you know, Brett's like the norm of his town. Like, everybody knows who he is. Everybody just peeps in the door just to say hi. You know, he goes to the gas station. Everybody's, hey, Brett, you go to the bar. Everybody's like, hey, of course they know him at the bar. But everybody also knows him at the gas station. I wonder why everybody knows him at the bar. Yeah. Well, he had to open up right. a shop next they, to a bar. Too. Right. They got a, they got a picture of, they got a picture of Brett on one of the bottles on the back, so they don't have to go for the brand anymore. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite is going milk carton. <laughs> yeah, he goes on whiskey bottles, yeah. 
but they all know him in his shop. It just his his people adore him. They love working for him, and uh, it's just it's a great atmosphere. It's a really rare thing to have. You know, yeah, sometimes tattoo shops can be a pretty rough joint. Oh yeah, uh, sure. but his they love him. You know, and the town loves him. And uh, I mean, that this place just has success written all over. Him. Yeah. Thanks, man. I know there's just a bunch it of does. warm, warm fuzzies in this on the on this show. Just a bunch of love. This is a big old love fest. Well, the bar thing. I was going to say he has a there's a picture of Brett and it says best customer. <laughs> Customer of the week. I I go in there. When I opened my tattoo shop, the the Board of Health uh, came and did my inspection because the the Board of Health in New Jersey is a little different than some other states. Some states don't even really have regulations. Mm -hmm. So I was nervous to ask certain questions. Well, my number one question was like, am I allowed to have booze in my fucking tattoo shop? Like that was the number one thing. (laughs) Because of course I I like to have a drink here and there. And like it definitely kind of lightens my mood. (laughs) If I'm a little stressed, I want to have a drink. So I waited till I passed my board my inspection and I said to the lady, I said, you know, this went really well. And she goes, yeah, you know, I wish you the best of luck. I'm like, I got one more question for you. Don't, don't go yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just, just out of curiosity. Am I allowed to drink in here? And she goes, yeah, of course. I must have fucking did four backflips off my counter. There's a fucking pub within <laughs> five feet of my shop, and I'm allowed to drink in here. I'm so fucking yes. This is gonna be. A great I think. Day. I think. Yeah. I think when I was there last time, I think I heard them talking about building one of those fucking bank tubes. Oh, so yes. Press, you yes. Just press the button, and it shoots up fucking old fashioned into a shop. <laughs> they, they did. Oh, Brett hits a little buzzer. He's got a little buzzer at his desk. Listen, <laughs> this is this is not a joke. I have the. Uh, the pub actually talking to me about being sponsored, my shop being sponsored by Jameson Alcohol. Nice. And I'm like, man, whatever it takes to make this happen. <laughs> right. Let's do this I'll, now. I'll do this Let's do this yesterday. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> you know, I, pro- I promise Brett, I promise Brett every show that I'm going to get drunk with him. At some point, I'm going to get drunk with him. And it never, it never seems to happen. No. And, uh, you know, I, I think I, I, at this point, I don't think they think I know how to drink. But I just, you know. I'm, I'm, I feel like such a degenerate. <laughs> I don't want to drag you down into this. <laughs> That's where the heroin comes in. Oh, right. Then you start spitting. I'm just afraid to open the door because I've been shoving shit in that room for so long. I'm afraid uh, if I open the door, it's just going to pop open like a water bath. There's too much pressure in it, you know? Dude, you're gonna fucking you're gonna run down the goddamn uh, in Nashville, run down the fucking boulevard in your underwear. Second, <laughs> right, you know, I'm, I'm gonna going be, I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get four shots in me. I'm gonna get four shots in me. I'm gonna run to the street naked. I just wanted my dad to love me. Then, you know. <laughs> no, in reality, what will happen is you take four shots and you'll be like just sitting there, and then you'll fall over, pass out. Oh, is uh, you know yeah, you know it'll be bad. It'll be a you know it'll be bad if I have to have an intervention with him the next day. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true, true. All right, man, we need to talk. Look, yes, we need to talk about your drinking. 
maybe that we one time drinking anymore. Right. I, I would say really the only vice I've had, the only vice I've really had over the past few years, uh, it used to be gambling. Like I used to really, really enjoy gambling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now like the last few tattoo conventions I've done have all been in casinos. Oh, geez. And yeah, but you know, that just showed me that it's so far beyond me because, you know, I couldn't right. give a shit. I'm watching these guys, you know, they're making like a thousand bucks in an afternoon and then they go to the casino and they come back on Saturday and they're four thousand dollars in debt. Oh, I'm, right. like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, not for we, me. I'm, I'm so I'm so gambling with you the next time we fucking do Philly. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. He's going to booze you up and make you gamble. The, the last fucking time we did that Philly show, I was with fucking Morgan Rose till fucking four in the morning. Oh, yeah. That dude can gamble like, oh, my God. Yes, I'm like, can. dude, I got to go. And he goes, bro, seriously, just like one more hand. And I'm like, <laughs> you said that fucking 27 right, years ago. Right. Right, and if you remember, if you remember when you guys were going to go to the casino, that's when I said I was going to bed. Because I was like, yep, not happening. Yeah. Morgan, I love you. I'm not going to the casino. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he only plays so the tables, right? He only plays tables when he goes oh, to dude. the casino. Yeah, he doesn't do the slots or No, no, dude. He, he played slots for like two hours. I, 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 really? I played some slots with him, but then we played blackjack. And I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not the best card player. I'm not really good at gambling at all. Yeah. So, like, I just kind of did whatever he told me to do. I was just like, dude, what you me to do? I'm just going to fucking do it. I, dude, he, he won me a shitload of money that night. Really? <laughs> but, yeah. The dude, the dude is a card player, like a motherfucker. And even better, like, dude, hanging out with Morgan, he's like one of these guys that's like, dude, he's like, he's like Scott. Like, Every, like he makes friends with whoever the fuck is there, and then nobody knows who. Nobody knew who he was at really? the table, but he's all night. He's just going. Sometimes you just gotta say sometimes. <laughs> Eight hundred times before the end of the night, the dealer was saying, "Hey man, sometimes." And then everybody. Oh my god! <laughs> so we totally gotta say that. I'm like, dude, you're a yes, fucking yes. animal. Yes. Oh, we I love Morgan, man. We gotta say that's that. The, to that's the weekend I met Morgan was in was in Philly. Yeah, well, we're going to see Morgan yeah, on him, Friday. So. He's a special dude. I so, swear to God, I'm not, I'm not even lying. Like, the dude has just become like a brother to me. Like, somebody we, we, we chat all the time. Like, we, he's involved in the Headbangers Con now, which when we get closer to it, we'll fucking we'll call him yeah, and yeah, tell yeah. you guys a little bit more about that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, the show is... Morgan Morgan was named 50% partner on that, uh, yeah. a partner for the Headbangers Con. And, uh, it, it's, yeah, and Brett and, I, Brett and I have been pretty involved in that. Good, yeah, yeah we definitely want to know. That's uh, going to be an amazing con, and I hope it grows to be a much larger event. Me but too. But that's going to be an amazing yeah. thing. Me too. I think me. I, I can. I think I can speak for Lucky and say that me and him are more excited about that convention than probably anything and he, we've ever done. Wow, Brett. Because Brett and I, we're the we're the metal brothers on the team, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's that's us. You know, and and as well, soon as Chris said Headbanger Con. Well, Chris is the Chris is the orchestrator of the Headbanger Con. You know, I mean, yeah. That's why when he mentioned that, when he mentioned the idea, you know, I went from six to midnight. Yeah. You know, I, I thought that was just a fantastic idea. Could we possibly? And I can't do wait a, to be involved in it. Could we possibly do a five way and have him call in too? Maybe. I'm sure Chris now. Is, Chris isn't no, no, me, no not right now. <laughs> but when we talk about the Headbanger Con. Oh yeah. Yeah, Chris. Chris would love to talk about it. Kick ass. Yeah, he's he's. Um, I, I know, like he's been uh, back and forth with Morgan trying to get all this stuff uh, together, and I know he just said uh, 
Oh man, I, I was just going to spit it out, but I, I, we're not, I'm not allowed to say a couple people. But right. he, I know he's spitting right. like all these uh, guests out, like like day after day. He's like texting me. He's like, dude, this guy's on board, and I'm like, oh my god, like, like for example, I know me and Lucky are really excited because uh, Derek Riggs, who did all the uh, made now Riggs. Derek fucking Riggs. I was He's pretty say, much Derek the Reed motherfucking Riggs that I draw. <laughs> <laughs> like I, right, right now, as I'm talking to you guys, I'm in my my room and I mm-hmm. see like my Live After Death album cover. That's coming with me to Portland, Oregon. Cool. Nice. And I, like I can't believe that he. It's one of those things. that's weird because like you know you're expecting nothing but metal guests, but you're not expecting that kind of guest. Right. And this dude is responsible right. for making me an artist. And I'm that's I, the line I'm going to be in. Yeah. We're, we're, we're all going to get his autograph and we're all going to tattoo it. On Sweet. Us. Nice. Yeah, we're going to tattoo it on each other. Oh, yeah. At yeah, the, he, at he, the was, same he was time. my major influence during my friendship. That's at, cool. At Absolutely. The, you guys are going to tattoo each other at the same time? Yeah. yeah. In, in your underwear? <laughs> yeah, we might. yeah, we're going to look like a naked MC Escher. <laughs> Wait, I don't okay, I'm sorry I brought I that up because that was the first thing I thought of when uh, you were right. like, we're going to tattoo each other. I'm like, yep, they're in their underwear. <laughs> I can see it now. Tim Tim Peel took that shit to a fucking weird place. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still going to have my bandana on. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. <clears throat> Hell, yeah, you better wear that bandana. Oh my god! No, but oh. I, yeah, I, I got off track, of course, because every time That's I think okay. about Headbangers Con, I, I get fucking so excited. But but me, and, you know, like me and Morgan, man, it's been like one of those things. Like since fucking getting to know this dude, it's like him and his brother Corey. Like, the, the, dude, Morgan's become like a like one of my best friends. I, like cool. I, I just love the dude. You know what I mean? Like it's and um, it's you know, it's not that it, not that I fanboy anymore, but it's, it's like he's just. It's just really like one of those moments where you fucking see him. You're yeah. genuinely like, I miss the dude. Like yesterday, I was all, like, we were we were packing up and leaving. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking gonna miss you because I probably won't see him again for a while. Right. But he's mm-hmm. just like, dude, you gotta fly out, fly out to this place, and we'll fucking, you know, put you up or whatever. And I'm like, it's just so hard to fucking travel to to, to do these things. But right. um, I'm looking forward to it because I know when we do, uh, we do some of these geekster shows, he's gonna come back and uh, he really loves doing these geekster shows, and he's like. You know, I'm totally going to be there for uh, some of these shows, and we're going to have a good time. Awesome! So we're we love it. We love having him there too. All right. So, quick question though is, if we go up to Morgan and we say, "Sometimes you just got to say sometimes," he's going to know exactly what we're talking about, right? He will. I guarantee he will know exactly. Right. Okay. Cool. About. Yeah. Because right. we got we're going to see the guys on Friday, so because we got a VIP sound check. So. Oh, cool. Okay, so listen. Give him at least a heads up. Brett said, at least say Brett said sometimes you, because he may you know in the course of a night of signing autographs he might forget it. Right. But I'm telling you right now that fucking shit's a fucking staple. Okay. All right. All right. All right it's done. Yep. It's so you were gonna done, get brought done. up anyway. Yeah. It was a given. Yeah. Yeah. Because I got to see the ink that <laughs> you did on him. So. Morgan reminds me of Yoda. You know, when I first I first hung out with Morgan, he reminds me of Yoda because when you see him in action, he's just very just slow and methodical. He's got a very Matthew McConaughey approach to everything. You know, he's, <laughs> right, got, a, right, he's right. got a really slow and methodical walk and and just a mannerism about him. And then he gets behind the drums, and all of a sudden it's Yoda with a lightsaber. You know, fighting Count Dooku. You know, you just yeah. he just didn't know that he you know the two people exist in the same world. <laughs> 
you know, last night it was so cool because he, he was like, you know, he, he put us in the section that we were at. So he kept making eye contact with me and Scott and Trish and Andrea. And at the end of the show, he got up on the drum riser and he fucking saluted to our uh, to me and Scott and Trish. And then he threw a fucking stick at us. And this dude snagged it. It was a bad throw. <laughs> but it was so cool. Like, you know, oh, like, I think funny. Scott Scott actually posted today when your fucking best when the best drummer on planet Earth is also one of your fucking best friends. Salute. Yeah. And it was like we I think we all had that moment where we were like, dude, we're so fucking proud of that dude, man. Like, you know, I've been a fan of that fucking band since twenty years ago. Yeah. Right. But I don't know, I'm just so proud of him. I'm I'm so proud of him as a person that uh after all this time, he's still doing it, and he's still doing it at a high level. No matter how mm-hmm. much fucking pain he's in, his shoulders, whatever, he still fucking goes out there every fucking night, gives 100%, and even more importantly, after every fucking show, makes every single person feel like they're important to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so admirable in the rock yeah, world. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I agree. I agree. Sure. And unfortunately, we have to say adios for now. We got to... Sounds good. Time is up. Yep. So, but Brett, I love you, brother. Lucky, you're awesome. Love you too. Yeah, we'll we'll correspond. Thanks, we'll guys. figure we'll figure out a time where we can we can all meet up yeah, for sure. For sure. Because we are we are seriously oh, in the works. We're seriously in the works of trying to make the like figure out a time that's good for us. Like we're already thinking we're thinking the fall right now, but. It's you know it's hard to travel you know I got my kids every other weekend we I work all the time she's working doing the radio show and blah 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 yeah. life yeah you know yeah so hey, in the fall you might be able to catch me Brett and Lee in the same time oh. because we're going to be at the New Jersey uh well, the New Jersey Easter show together sweet all right yes we're going to make it happen thanks for thanks for having That'll us on guys you're welcome no problem. yeah welcome. for sure thanks again yeah thanks again you are welcome so. All right, guys. All right, well, enjoy your evening. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> that's, well, that's that about sums it up. So, yeah, that <laughs> happened. It did happen. <laughs> I think so. It was out of our mouth, not out of our butt. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, we just talked about what Brett's been up to. Actually, he just came out with a motivational video you can find on YouTube. He came out with another motivational video? Was there? I think that's the only one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's doing that. Um, we forgot to mention that he's also writing a, child, a children's book. Oh, that's right. Uh, what else was he doing? It seemed like there was something else. Anyway. Um, a tattoo? Yeah, he always at does. At his Tatooine um, shop. So, uh, as far as Lucky goes, um, he runs the circuits. Convention circuits, that yes. is. Yes, he likes to travel a lot. I don't he know does. if he actually likes it, but he's he got he's he's to like yeah, it a little bit. He does like um, it. He does a abnormal, ridiculous amount of shows every year. So, if he's you... He's a little crazy. Go to any type of... Walker Stalker convention. Yeah, I was going to say, was gonna say tattoo conventions yeah. too, but I don't think he hits too many tattoo conventions. No. We're still he's, waiting for him to come to Michigan. Well, right now he's in charge of recruiting new tattoo artists for the Geeks Drink Legends. So, yes. Um, I think he's pretty busy doing that and running that circuit. And I know he helps set up who goes to what shows. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm sure it's just stressful. And yeah. that's why, because uh, we, ta- we were talking a minute ago about how we haven't heard too much from him on social media and yeah we have not so yeah 
I guess eventually he's going to make his way up by us. Yeah, for, uh, eventually. For a little sit-in at another shop. Which... And he does do a lot of Lego drawings, too, which I have two of his. Oh, yes. He has he has the Facebook page, uh, My Lego World, mm-hmm. where he does different Lego drawings. But he does. if you can go to his Lucky 13 Facebook page, all the links are at the on the description. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> I know, pointing. you're like no, pointing like, you can all I'm see doing. me use my fingers. Look at what I'm doing. To, to illustrate something. So, uh, yeah, go to the links. Check both these guys out. They're amazing tattoo artists. They're extremely talented, extremely nice. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and Brett will uh, probably drink you under the table. Yes, he would. What is he like, his bourbon or scotch or whiskey? I think he's a whiskey guy. I have no idea. Yeah. Might be a whiskey guy. So, So, yeah, yeah. we hope everybody enjoyed this episode of... Have some noise. Have some noise. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.